Hey guys, we're Workplay Branding, a visual marketing company invested in changing the way you create content online for your business for less than $500 a month. We have been using the Workplay method to launch visual marketing strategies for businesses all over North America and Europe. If you are wanting to uplevel your marketing, we are giving listeners of the Workplay podcast an exclusive video bonus offer on their first workplace shoot for free when you DM us the word podcast. This offer is valued at $1,500. And again, we are giving this away for free. To claim this offer, go to at Workplay Branding on Instagram and DM us podcast to claim this exclusive free video bonus offer valued at $1,500. That is at Workplay Branding on Instagram. DM us the word podcast. Don't miss out. Welcome to the Workplay Podcast, where we deep dive into how to create a visual marketing strategy that actually moves the needle. Take a peek inside the minds of hundreds of Workplay members who have created successful visual campaigns that have generated millions in revenue. I remember... You had sent me some previews the day after our first shoot together. And I just, that feeling was just so indescribable. Like, wow, I look as legitimate as I am, right? Like we we run a successful business. We have great clients, but I finally looked that way. That feeling alone was worth the investment. Amanda, welcome to the Workplay Podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to deep dive because you have been inside of the Workplay Method in our process for a few years, and I just feel like you use it so well. But before we go into all of that, what is your business and how long have you been in business? Yeah, so I own Liberty Type. We are a branding and marketing agency. We've been in business, we're coming up on eight years, so it's been a little while now. And when I first met you, well, I can't remember how we met. It was like we started off as internet friends. And I remember what the brand that you had before working with the Workplay Method. And I just feel like you did one of the greatest transformations of all time. So can you describe what was happening before working with the Method? I feel like just over the past couple of years, we've gone through such an evolution just as a company. When I first met you, it was just me and I had a few independent contractors, but it wasn't, it didn't really feel like a team. We didn't have that team dynamic. It was really just me as the face and running the show. I had done some brand photos before, to be honest, I never liked any of them because I never felt like I could take myself seriously enough to get good photos done. Because when you're like a solo entrepreneur and it's just you It's like, no matter how successful the business gets, it's so hard to take yourself that seriously. Like I'm really going to invest some money in my presentation and how I look. But as our services became more and more popular, I knew that we had to up-level our game to keep up with our competition, right? Because branding and presentation online is what we do for other people. So our presentation needs to match. We started working with you and we had this... It makes me so embarrassed every time I think about what we came to you with because we just had this like green monster of a brand. It was so awful and the branding was fine, but it was just like I had gotten these brand photos done and 
she suggested some places that had very green vibes, like very garden type vibes. And so whenever, I mean, I did this a few times, like whenever we would do our brand photos, I would just tweak our branding to match the photos because they would feel like so disconnected from one another. We had this green, this green jungle brand. It really looked that way. And it just did not fit although I love green, but it just did not fit us. And I think even when I filled out your questionnaire at first, I was going with that green brand. And then it was like a week or two before the shoot. And I like, oh my God, no. Like I went on Pinterest. I'm like, we're going to do something brand new. If we're working with you guys, I want to totally take advantage of what you can do. And then we went really luxury and neutral and all of that. But yeah, it was quite, quite an evolution. It was quite the journey. You you talked about taking yourself seriously, and I think that's a really common fear, especially when you're starting to jump over the line into going into the next level of your business. How did taking yourself seriously change how you yourself showed up in your business? I remember you had sent me some previews, like the day after our first shoot together. And I just, I, that, that feeling was just so indescribable. Like, wow, I, I look as legitimate as I, as I am, right? Like we, we run a successful business. We have great clients, but I finally looked that way. That feeling alone was worth the investment. But I think when I was planning the first shoot and thinking about the creative direction and the vibe and how I wanted it all to feel, I really was just finding inspiration on Pinterest and just having fun as a brand designer of I'm going to create this really cool aesthetic, but I never imagined that the deliverables of what you would give me would so closely match the Pinterest board. Like I remember thinking that, oh my gosh, this is my Pinterest board. Like I am a part of my own Pinterest board now. It was insane. When you finally believe in yourself and take yourself seriously because you can see it, right? Like you see the presentation of it. It allows you to make bigger decisions in every area of your life. I'm going to really invest in myself. It's like the proof, right? You can be successful, but then when you see these images and it just shows you in this new light, it, it just opens up a whole new a whole new level. Yeah. And it's almost like it's proof for yourself. Like you were saying that, hey, I am this. It's a mirror to show to the world, hey, I'm here. I'm doing this. I'm legit. How do you think other people's perception of your business plays a role in your marketing? Because obviously when you go through this big transformation, now people are looking at you in a different way. And this obviously is very strategic. You want it to be more of a luxury forward-facing brand. Like how did that change your marketing? I'm constantly on websites, right? Like I'm always looking to see what other people are doing. When you put yourself forward in such a an elevated way where it looks like you take yourself seriously, where you run a professional business, right? That's someone that I want to now invest in because they invest in themselves. How you do one thing is how you do everything. Most of it's subconscious as a viewer. I notice it because this is the field that I'm in. If I heard of a restaurant, And I'm like, oh, I might want to try out that restaurant. And I go on their website and they have stock photos or they have no photos. And I can't even find the menu. 
and I don't know the story behind the food or the people that own it or whatever. I'm just like, I bet their food's not even that good. It's just kind of a, a subconscious thing. Like when you you have such a great product, you need to have an amazing presentation to match to really show it off. So I think us just stepping out, I think it was the beginning of 2022 or 2023. I don't even remember at this point, just stepping out and just, we did this iconic picture. I remember like we were on this rooftop and I had this green dress, which was so symbolic now that I think about it, but it was like this beautiful backdrop and it was just like the pose, everything. It was like such a power move. Right. And that was like the first photo. And it was like the relaunch of Liberty Type. And it let everyone know that, you know, this is the kind of the game we're playing or the level we're playing at. And other people, they match that. Yeah, totally. Has your pricing changed since up-leveling that? I haven't really increased the prices, but it has allowed people to see us in a, a new light where we get a lot of exciting projects that are bigger and don't fit that scope. That even though this is this is the clear thing that we offer, then we have people that reach out to us that are like, okay, what I want to do doesn't fit this kind of model that you have, but I love your work or I love how you guys show up. I love your presentation. So they want to see, can we build a big retail brand or can we build a franchise? Like those bigger projects that just don't fit yeah. the scope that we normally work within. Which is cool because when someone's going to invest, I mean, we've taken on projects that are six figures. Like when someone's going to invest that amount of money, they're not going to do it with someone who uses stock photography or someone who's not dressed nicely, right? They want to spend that money with someone who puts it back into themselves and knows their worth. And that shows up in the photos that you guys take. Yeah, it's almost like you've basically put a stake in the ground and said, hey, this is who we are. This is how we do things. This is how we show up. And it's so clear and predictable for your ideal client to say, oh, yeah, also memorable. I think like people forget that. It's like people need to remember you by not just your name, but how you're showing up and like the visuals that you're putting out, the colors that you're putting out. That's yeah. super important. You had mentioned that your team has grown over the years. How yeah. has it grown over the years? Because I want to talk about how you use the work play method to help with like team dynamics. Yeah, that has been one of the coolest ways to use work play besides even getting photos, right? We have a team of seven now. Everyone is local besides one person, but we're all moms. We're all busy. We all work remotely, even though we live near each other. Months and months can go by and we don't see each other, but we're on Slack every day. So these shoots every quarter are such awesome opportunities to get all the girls together and plan plan a retreat, right? Plan a shoot. That's how we refer to them. Like, oh, it's our quarterly retreat. So we take advantage of it. I usually book an Airbnb for our workplace shoot. So I just book it a few extra days and all the girls stay. And we plan out like some fun restaurants in town that like typically moms don't get to go out to on a Wednesday night or something like that. We rent clothes and we chat about outfits and we get to plan the shoot and all of that. So there's lots of bonding that happens even before, but during it's just such good quality time and what girls don't like getting dressed up and getting their photos taken. So that's always fun. I feel like we've just, we've grown so much as a 
as a team and bonded so much spending those three, four days together every quarter. It's so smart how you have your team come together and it's like, okay, yes, this is a container for the content, but this is also a container for us to create community within the agency, within the business. It's so creative to think about it like that because you're killing two birds with one stone. As far as how you show your team in your content, can you walk us through your strategy with that? Because you could very well say, hey, I want to be the face of this company, not show your team, and every single photo shoot could just be about you. What is your thought process with showing your team? So... I think the big thing that separates us from others that do what we do is that we have this team and that we have a large team. Typically in our field, someone just does strategy or they just do brand design or they just do copy, right? Like it's a very segmented process. And so the fact that we combine everything into one experience, the first thought that objection that someone would have in working with us is if you do all of these pieces, you probably don't do them all very well. And showing people that we have one container, one seamless experience that you can go through, and we segment it within the team members that work on the project, right? So we have a brand strategist who does that piece, who is an expert. We have a copywriter who's an expert and does that piece. And we have the advantage of all being experts in our area. Then we can also come together and we collaborate with our client. We collaborate with one another to ensure that all those pieces are cohesive because that's the biggest problem. It's like the branding isn't the same voice that's in the copy and it doesn't all come together in the website and all of that. So I think my thought process is I want to show the team. I want people to see the faces behind who is doing all of this creation, the people that they're going to be working with, because it's not just me. I couldn't do it all by myself. And also, I'm just not a get in front of the camera type of person. So I don't mind having other people take that take that role. So yeah, I just, I want to show them off and it makes them feel good too. That they're such a big piece of what we do. I think it, it makes them feel appreciated and valued just as being team members of Liberty Type that we want them all over the website and that we want people to know their name and things like that. How do you think that's helped you scale the business by putting like your team at the forefront like that and showcasing them? Well, I think it speaks to us taking ourselves seriously again. If you have seven people on your payroll, you probably know what you're doing and do fairly well, right? Especially in this kind of small business space where I could hire independent contractors that own their own business that's competing to mine and, you know, like... I could do that, but instead we have everybody that works in-house. That's super valuable. Us coming together and getting pictures together, it shows, it's giving that presentation to collaboration. Like when we say we collaborate, we have images and a presentation that shows that we collaborate. We're together, we're in the same room. I think it just, your pictures, you know, that you deliver, it's all about that visual representation of what you're telling everybody that you are, what you do, what you stand for. So I feel the pictures can do it better than the copies, especially when you use them in tandem. It's like the visuals working off the copy and vice versa. And it's just like, yeah. bam, bam, bam. So once you get your content back, 
after your shoot. What does the workflow look like within your team to get this content launched and out there and used in the way that you want it to be used? A lot of that that process happens before the shoot even happens. We're always working about two to three months out with our content. So I already know the things that we're going to be posting about in early 2024, right? So we're always a little ahead of the game. And because we have these past quarters of workplay to look at, we can say, okay, what throughout the last three months did we wish we had image-wise that we didn't, that we can grab this quarter? Are there any new team members that we need to to show off or are we, do we want to show off our process in a little bit of a different way? And we're also just having fun with it too. The last quarter, we just, we planned a whole, a few hours where we just did stop the scroll, right? Like let's just do super fun poses that will make someone just kind of stop in their tracks. And that was like the whole mission for the last shoot. A lot of it goes into planning beforehand, but after, I mean, I usually go through and make my kind of favorites and then I'll drop them into a folder so that everyone that's working with those images isn't going to accidentally use an image that we didn't like or whatever. They're our favorites, right? We're moving over there. And then they just kind of get, you know, used in content throughout. But I love bringing in the old quarters of Workplay too, so that it always just feels different. I don't I don't like the idea of there being this stark difference between Q3 and Q4. And it's like the feed changes or the strategy changes. I want it to kind of all just flow into the next quarter. And that's pretty easy to do when you get 700 photos back. You mentioned that you plan your content way in advance. Do you have any tips or tricks in your toolbox for planning that far in advance? Because I know so many people would love to be at that level of being like, okay, this is my content and this is what I'm doing. Do you have any tips or tricks for a workflow for that? Yeah, so typically we will look at what did well last quarter or the quarter before and set some goals for what we want to accomplish this quarter through our content. What are we pushing? Are we going to push a service or a kind of one-off thing? If you have a course launch or a program launch, things like that, that have specific dates that you want to keep in mind. And then we have content pillars and that sounds fancy, but it's just a category for the content that we post about. We post portfolio stuff, right? We're a design agency. We have to be sharing the work that we do. We share some content that's more thought leadership and to show that we're an expert in our field. And then we post a lot about encouraging inspirational mom, small business owner stuff. So those are like our three buckets of things. And then I will usually just take a day and I'll just batch. So I will just make a note of as many content topics for each of those categories as I can think of. And I'll label them all in Asana so I can see all the colors. And then I just drag them where they make sense or when I know a project is going to be launching. We'll try and do a post around that time. I would start with two or three posts a week just to get whatever you can get consistent with. But doing that before you even do the workplace shoot is so valuable because you know exactly what pieces of content you're going to be posting and exactly what you're going to need pictures for or videos for. Instead of backtracking and trying to make the workplace stuff work with the content plan. It's so true. It's like when you know what you're shooting for, you're so much more prepared for that day. Because we can structure the day for you. 
based off of what you're telling us. But if what you're telling us isn't organized, then it's going to be hard to backtrack from that. Yeah, exactly. You have some really great props that you bring to the shoe every time. And like, it's almost like you just got it. Like you understood the assignment when it's like bring on brand props. Can you explain the props that you typically bring to your workplace shoots and where you got them, why you got them? What was the thought process there? Well, it's funny you say that because I'm pretty sure I've been using the exact same props for every single quarter that we've done work play. And I think we just did like our seventh or eighth shoot. I've been very cheap, so to say, when picking props for sure. The problem is so much of what we all do is on the computer. And I almost hate photos of me just with a computer because I feel like it looks so basic or so elementary. It just takes me back to like the very first brand photo shoot that I ever did with like my family photographer. And she took like six photos of me with my laptop, right? Like it just takes me back to that. I feel like you just need to find those visual representations of what you do. It seems so silly. Like that's why we're laughing in like all of our photos because we're just joking around about how silly it is that we're we're making a mood board on a wall, right? Or like we're playing with color, like swatches, like, cause we would never do that because almost everything is digital. I think it just, you know, it, it just helps communicate to your clients or people that are checking you out because they don't do what you do. So like, how can they visually get it? I have swatches from a couch company, which is so funny because every time you always say about how you're going to order one of these couches and you look at all the swatches, but I've been using them for two years now. Um, if you need any type of tangible thing, look into like homeware, houseware, remodeling <laughs> type companies, and they always give stuff for free. If you're an interior designer, like they'll give like swatches of wood or swatches of tile, all that type of stuff. Even if you don't do anything design wise, but just having those things in the background, they can, they can just help bring it to life. I guess. It's like you're taking what you're doing on the computer and bringing it out into a physical object. Like what kind of physical object represents what you do on the computer? Because honestly, everyone is pretty much everyone is working yep. on the computer. So that is going to get redundant time after time. And I love your advice for getting swatches if you work with like color palettes or more in a design space, because it's like, how can we show that you work with different color palettes? We're not going to show you like with a color wheel on the computer. That's not right. as engaging. If you work with people online, having other people in your shoots is so valuable to show that connection and that communication that happens. If you do courses or programs or workshops or whatever, having your friends come and stand in and act like those people just to show like, this is what I look like interacting with someone. It seems so silly, but it helps communicate all of that instead of you like staring at a laptop, pretending like you're talking to someone or pretending you're on a Zoom, like bringing it, like you said, pulling it out of the computer and bringing it to real life is, I think it makes a huge difference. I totally agree. I want to get into how you prep for workplace shoots because you've been in the process for so long. So you have so much experience in doing this. So what does the prep look like 
a week out? A week out, I mean, typically we love to rent clothes from Nuli and UULY. So we'll go on their website and we rent clothes. They come super fast. So I think I did mine a week before the shoot and it was here. It was awesome. So that's super helpful for getting new clothes for every shoe without spending a bunch of money to update your closet. So we will do that. And then we'll usually have a meeting with our team to chat through like our game plan for what we want to accomplish. Typically we have the the content plan that you guys have delivered to us by that point. So we can go through and double check everything, make notes of like things we definitely want to capture if I have anything that I need to get printed to, to show visually what it is that we do or work we've done, I'll get all of that printed. And where do you get these things printed? Because there's okay. always confusion around, okay, why do I need to print something out? Where do I even do it? What's your workflow for getting this collateral off the computer and into a tangible paper? <laughs> if it's just papers or like workbooks or things like that. I usually go to Office Max, Office Depot, and you can make prints like black and white prints for like 15 cents a page there. So typically I'm spending like 20 to 30 bucks every shoot and just getting papers printed just to show certain things. We did some posters with our last shoot and I got those printed at Walgreens. <laughs> That's where I get my family photos printed because they're so cheap. And if you Google like Walgreens coupon code, they always have one for 40% off. I think giving yourself a budget of $100 max to spend on getting things printed. I also have seen that Canva now delivers things. So like you can literally yes. your Canva design, put it on a mug and have it delivered, which I think is really cool. <laughs> that is right. I totally forgot that they do that. Yes. Why do you think it's worth it for you to do this four times a year rather than the traditional way of once every few months or once every few years? Ever since I started working with you guys, my brain just thinks about the business in quarters now. I never really used to. I used to just kind of like month to month or year to year, right? Like just thinking, what are the goals for the next year? But breaking it down into quarters has been so helpful. They're just great milestones that we can plan the business around. And then we do everything by quarter. So we're planning our content for the quarter, which pairs perfectly with workplay. Number one, the investment is should be a lot higher than it is, which you know that already. The idea that you're thinking about your business in advance, I think is so uncommon for small business owners. It's like everything that small businesses do, it's, oh, I should launch something next week or I need to make an Instagram post today. And so just forcing yourself to think about your business in a different way, it all goes back to taking yourself seriously. When I make an investment, I'm like all in. I'm going to use this to its full potential. I'm going to think about the business in quarters. I'm going to plan shoots out well in advance. It's so much better than getting 30 photos back when you've just spent a thousand bucks or $1,500 on a photo shoot that looks nothing like how you wanted it to. And you barely have enough photos for the next two weeks on Instagram. And now you feel like you have to rebrand because the photos look nothing like your direction or your branding at all. How I interpreted what you just said is going from this mode of being reactive to things in your business versus planning ahead and getting ahead and being proactive about your business 
Do you think there was a little bit of like a transition time between that to get used to when you came into the process? What did that look like? Did you struggle with that at all? Love you as a business owner and as a friend. So I was just like all in for whatever you were going to create. I never have super high hopes of what something's going to end up being. And seeing what you gave us, just those previews, I was like, oh my God, like I'm all in. What's What can we do next quarter? What can we do next quarter? It becomes such an exciting thing to plan. I'm always just looking forward to the next evolution. But I do think that there is a huge, it's like hitting six figures and then looking to hit seven figures. It's a total mindset shift. You have to become an entirely new person to adopt right that money or to adopt that lifestyle or whatever it is. Workplay helps do that take you from that reactive business owner to that proactive business owner where you're not so into instant gratification, right? You know, we're planting seeds that we can reap the benefits of later. I'm just always so excited to to do another shoot that I just like, can we launch something? Can I build a course on the next two months so that we can do content for it? I'm more planning it around the workplay content for sure. Yeah, no, I love that you said that because I do see sometimes a little bit of a harder transition into that more up-leveled version of someone. And I don't think uh, people realize how hard it hits them when they do something like the workplay method where what you are getting back is so tangible that you then have to put it out into the world. And it's sometimes people are like, (laughs) do you have any advice for that person who is struggling to get over the hump of their own up-leveling. It's scary. I don't know if it's self-esteem issues that can come into play. Am I worthy of the attention that this could possibly get me? It's like you almost, I don't know, you're scared of that evolution. So you just, you like self-sabotage. Just do it. I mean, you've invested $500 a month into workplay. So if you do nothing with it, think of how much more it's costing you because now you're not seeing any ROI at all. What's the worst that can happen, right? Just do it. Just post it. I love it. I feel like just do it gets me through so many days. It's like, okay, I don't feel like doing this. Just do it. (laughs) And then it's like you do it and it's not so bad. And you force yourself to be up leveling. I do think there is a little thing of like when you show up in such a drastic way like a drastically new way. If you've been having that kind of where I was of this like awful brand and just nowhere close to where you want to be. And then I saw those pictures, a little part of me, it, I wasn't concerned about posting them on Instagram for the business community or for my clients. It was more of what are my friends going to think or my family, like the people that are closest to me, like who does Amanda think she is wearing heels like that? in that gorgeous hotel. But it was really interesting because after it was like a a quarter or two that went by and we were posting stuff, we went to my husband and I went to a wedding and a bunch of people like our friends that we've known for years came up to me at the wedding because they had seen photos that we had posted on Liberty Types Instagram. And they were like, oh my God, like I had no idea what you did for work. I didn't realize that you ran such a successful business. Like people didn't even know what I did for a living and they had known me. But do you know what I mean? It forced even people that have known me for years to think about me in a whole new way. 
So I can see how it's scary, but it was also such a cool feeling to be noticed. I wish I could just package what you just said and give it to every single person that is thinking (laughs) about joining because that's exactly what happens. You're scared about what people might think about showing up in this new way. Every single time, it's so much better than what you were expecting. Like people, they don't notice these small changes until you really do it, right? Until you really put yourself out there. And people can appreciate, people appreciate the courage it takes to put yourself out there and they can see it, they can sense it. And when you do it in a really cohesive way, people appreciate it which is yeah. a huge difference. And it, that just goes to show you how impactful perception is and how you can control the narrative around your brand just with very specific visuals. Yeah. If you could give Workplay members one piece of advice for going through this process, what would it be? I would say just go all in to every shoot. Like really try, like make it, make it a self-care day. I mean, rent the Airbnb if you can, go to dry bar and get your hair done, get a makeup artist. Even if it's like your niece or your cousin or something, look the part, buy the clothes, buy the branded things, commit to showing up 100% because I feel like there's so much untapped potential in a workplace shoot that if you show up and you're like half in, half out, and you're not super prepared and you're doubtful of what the shoot's going to do or whatever. I just, I think it's written all over your face in the photos. I think it shows. So just spend the money, invest in yourself and go all in to every shoot. Where can everyone find you, the work that you do, and then all of the beautiful content that you've made inside of the Workplay Method? Um, So on Instagram at Liberty Type Co. And then our website is libertytype.com. Amazing. Thank you so much, Amanda. Go check her out. This podcast is edited and produced by the Virtual Assistant Studio. This episode of the Workplay Podcast is brought to you by Workplay Branding, a visual marketing company invested in changing the way you create content online. In 2019, they revamped the Workplay method and have been using this exact process to launch businesses' visual marketing strategies all over North America and in Europe. Head over to workplaybranding.com to learn exactly how you can launch your visual marketing strategy and cohesive brand for less than $500 a month.